0: Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older.
1: Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave
0: Damoshek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal, coming to you Tuesday morning. Spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me, as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damoshek and Martin Weiss, who... I take it, survived the hurricane, and then took right off to Cabo. Wow, what a move. What a baller move, Weiss. Good job yes. by you.
2: Yeah, see, so I was thinking next level. Go where the hurricane was, not stay where the hurricane is. A course, The earthquake was cherry on top. Yeah. Is everybody's okay.
3: audio making Martin sound like he's actually one of those reporters <laughs> who's in the eye of the storm? It's caught, right he's now, caught in the storm? Yeah, it sounds so- like it. I'm trying to Spaghetti. make out what you're saying right now. The winds are really <laughs> picking up here in Cabo. I'm he's having a margarita.
0: By. Back to you. <laughs> I, I think he's all right. He was good. We spoke for five minutes before we started. Spaghetti is his audio good?
3: Um, I thought it was okay. Um, maybe now he uh, sounds a little like Jim Cantori uh, doing a yeah, special weather report. Good. But uh,
0: all right. All right, we'll stick with it, Martin. Uh, God, I love just this. Know It was
2: definitely working fine right before we started, and I did not touch yeah. a single thing.
3: Just, now just do, do it okay, with man. that, do it with that urgent voice that those people that get sent and get the short stick and have to go stand out in the rain or in the right. in a hurricane. Do it like that. Yeah. What, what I feel right <laughs> now is Jonathan Taylor. I feel like the best bet is that he's going to want you yeah, know do it. Do it like that, please. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Really uh, lean into it. Well, we're going to get to the Jonathan Taylor stuff. We want to pick our, uh, we get get selections for running back with the most yards. Is that what they call it? Best running back. Basically the odds are all over the place. We're going to pick a team for best record, worst record. We're getting right into a check. It's August 22nd. We have our play of the day, but let's first start with the Ravens. The best streak in sports is now gone. 24 games in a row. And they lose to the Commanders on a last-second field goal by Joey Sly. And uh, I don't know, Sheck, if this streak will ever be topped. Do you think it will?
3: (laughs) Will (laughs) any NFL team ever do that? Listen, if the future gets to be a little bit brighter... Than the than the the present in which we there will be no preseason games. We don't need yeah, these that's stupid true. things to begin with. No matter. John Harbaugh, by the way, if you saw his post game presser, I I mean, he is clearly making his bid for mayor of Mount Pius. He's like, huh, you yeah. know people who talk about that these games are meaningless, clearly never played ball, and oh, you know yeah. you see that confidence that like. You understand what we don't like about them, right, Coach? Yeah, you, you, you understand <laughs> that 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 what we're what we're complaining about. Don't don't get up on high and look it down at the rest of us and condescend. Who gives a crap? I'm glad it's over. It's taking up oxygen. It's taking up talking time to hear about what's going. On. I don't care about the stupid Raven streak. I'm glad it's over. It's a meaningless thing. Congratulations. Well,
0: it, it's interesting. You Actually, you brought up a good point because if they get smart, the NFL, and make this a, a two-preseason game max eventually – This, that would be a 13 year street right now. How many, how many years would it take to win 25 games? It would take forever to win 25 games, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then you're really, then it really is unbreakable. I'm with you. The preseason is stupid, but then they put this on Monday night. They really made it feel big, Martin. I don't know if you caught it over there in Cabo, but everyone I know was watching that last drive for the commanders. The Ravens were up eight in the fourth quarter and then, Shaq, you're going to hate this, but I I almost felt like, wow, this could be a turning point for the commanders. The way they were celebrating the preseason win, I feel like they freed themselves of Daniel (laughs) Snyder. And they could they look back to this game like, yeah, this is the first time we thought, okay, we're a unit onto ourselves and uh, we're going to turn the corner here. Am I nuts to think that? Yes, probably.
2: Absolutely nuts. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I saw the, I saw the celebration. I saw these jokers running to the end zone with the ball. With one. I'm like, what are we doing? What are we doing here, guys? Half of you are going pro on something other than sports. So yeah. This is ridiculous.
3: I. Check, you know what? Go ahead, check. What? Ahead. Yes, you should glean zero from the Civil War reenactments, even one that had a twenty-four, whatever, however long the stupid streak was. Hmm. But listen. Now people are getting excited because Sam Howell looked good in this game. Yeah. Man, listen, I told you this in July before there was this nonsense evidence. Washington is going to go to the playoffs in the soft yeah. NFC. That's that's Dave's bit. Not take away from what we saw on Monday night. My takeaway from this offseason is Sam Howell and the commies are going to the playoffs. Um, also, they need a new name. I mean, like. I, I feel like we're looking at something and the the anticlimax that is this team. They okay, so they're sold now, but they're still going with the commanders. And I know you can't just flip us with they need to rebrand themselves yesterday. And they also those uniforms are are very quietly the ones that they were hmm. against are the worst in pro football. I know <sighs> that's a bold right, statement. Kurt. Those uniforms are are dumb, like community college level, like the white pants with no stripes, and then like. The goal, like, we're Washington, in case you forgot. We're a football team. Washington, it says it on our jerseys right there. That's stupid. That bugs me. And I think that they should name themselves the uh the Washington weird handshakes. They're stupider oh. names hey, Did you see the owner with Joe Buck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the yeah thing that with the was
0: hands? crazy. So let's just do I that. I didn't think it was completely his fault. Buck was uh gesticulating, he's speaking in the booth. They they have a three-shot of the owner, the new owner and Buck and Aikman. And Buck had his handout for a good three Mississippi cat, you know, and the owner's probably nervous to be up there anyway, you know, maybe they're not used to doing interviews and he just went to shake his hand but it wasn't a handshaking moment, yeah, check that out on the internet if you can it was
1: pretty
2: funny he grabbed it like Joe Buck's hand was a woman's hand, he was gonna pull it up to kiss, like, like shake yeah. your hand like a man mm-hmm. if you're gonna shake the hand, go in there be fine, yeah. get a good grip and then get out of there, you know By what the I'm saying it, it is actually
0: up. a woman it is a woman's hand, I've shook uh, Joe Buck's hand before, it is actually a woman's <laughs> hand, so you're on to something. Um, yeah. So, how about Shaq, uh, the preseason princes for the uh, watch the new name? Just really lean okay. to embrace embrace this Ravens win and uh, go with it from there. And it's you know it's kind of tongue in cheek, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I could see. I know what you're saying. Physically, their their accomplishment in itself should not be. Uh, we should we shouldn't lend it too much weight. But I could see the team as a team. Coming together for the first time, first of many times sure. potentially this year. I right? think there's so some good vibes. Yeah. I,
3: I, yeah, listen. I know. I yeah, I like to to make fun of August uh, happenings, but yeah, I, I I hear what you're saying. I think there is legitimately there there feels like uh, mm. a weight has been taken off. I think the town, if there are any indications that this isn't a garbage team this year. I think DC will rally behind that because people didn't want to do it for obvious reasons with Dan Snyder. And I think they're anxious for an mm-hmm. excuse to get back into their pro football team. Yeah. I think this is, this is a uh, good times. And, and you know what? Shoot. Who even did shoot his mouth off? Who was the, I'm trying to think I said that we're going to win this game, whoever it was. Well, they did it now. So listen, oh, now yeah, they're yeah, sell- yeah. that was great. Yeah. You know, there are worse things in the world. I'll tell you the big takeaway,
0: I think is that football remains King. I mean, the fact that people were tuned in and I'm anxious to see the numbers, I don't know what they would compare it to. It's just another baseball Monday in uh, August, but it really did. It really did seem like the world was watching to see if the Ravens kept this dumb streak going, but uh, good for the commanders. And, uh, you know, as long as they lose twice to the Cowboys, I don't care what they do uh, the rest of the season. So uh, Martin, there's John Harbaugh, tough night. I don't know if he recovers. And then there's Jim Harbaugh, Michigan now. Decided they are going to make Harbaugh serve a self-imposed suspension. And I think it's three games. Is it three games? Is that what it came out to three games? Um, So I I don't know. The self-imposed suspension is weird in itself. It's kind of like if a man cheats on his wife and he says, all right, I'm going to get you flowers. I'm going to do the laundry and I'm going to drop the kids off at wet and wild. And that's it. Then you can't be mad at me. That's it. We're good. We go forward from there. Um, what do you think, Martin? Self-imposed three games. And is it going to matter for the Michigan's uh, quest to win the title if this year? That did anyway? not
2: matter. If that yeah. is a, they should be double-digit favorites in all three of those games and should win and, and should be. cover, by the way. Like, they, 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 it better not matter. They should, he should be able to be – you freeze in a hospital bed coaching the team. If, if that Like, it shouldn't matter one bit. It's weird, though. I don't know why you do something like this if you're Michigan. Especially, I mean, especially because, like, he's probably never going to serve the suspension in general because he'll probably be in the NFL next year if, if after this team either wins the title or runs into the wall of Georgia in the playoffs per usual or, or, right. or whoever, and i see him being like the head coach of the Chargers or something like that at the end of this, when it's all said and done. So, like, why would you – I mean, it's just like, why? You didn't have to, I guess. But, you know, pack yourself on the back, Michigan. Way to go. You're really responsible, you know. And it's all whole thing is dumb. It's all about these COVID burgers and and all this, like, literally going out to eat when in a dead period. And it's just like – who? it's just so much to do about nothing that – why even? They're even delicious, the COVID it? burgers. I do, really like <laughs> the, uh, yeah.
3: I do like the I do like the analogy though that this is basically like Harbaugh giving the Kobe ring to his wife, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's basically, you saying. yeah, that's what and it now is. Now you got
0: to keep quiet. Yeah. Now I'm gonna just do my thing, right?
3: Yeah. Well, you can't bring it up again, I, except they. Right. right. The NCAA will bring it up again, and yeah, Martin's point is the one that I keep hearing that this is Harbaugh's last year in Michigan, no matter what. I, I'll tell you, I'm sorry to to veer off into the related subject matter that is college football. It's here. Pro football. We still have somehow, it feels impossible. We still have two and a half more weeks to go. I know. What I the know. hell? I it feels like we're there now. It feels like, it. okay, maybe it doesn't have to kick off this Sunday, but it should be certainly kicking off by next well, what the hell? All hash has been settled. Yeah, move right? it up.
0: Move it up a week. That's Atlanta. Atlanta. Exactly. Okay, right. That's exactly, exactly
3: right. We were good. Give us a nice surprise, good. They'll be like surprise. Pro football week early. That'd be who, great. who would complain? Um, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. But college football is here. We do have week zero upon us on Saturday, mm-hmm. and I can't wait. And I think that I mean, I I really going through it like the big 10 is a fascinating battle this year. And you know what else is the sec and you know what else is the Pac 12, -12. I I mean, I, the big 12, uh, but listen, the other, those other ones in Michigan, can they do it in what should be probably Harbaugh's farewell to the Mm -hmm. big 10 in college football before he makes his way. I mean, give us early Sal, where's Harbaugh going to be coaching in 2024 and Martin, where do you think he's going to land? Um, he I, I to- guess the Texans, right. I mean, I don't know why D'Amico Ryan's took that job. <laughs> you know,
0: he, he's on a team that j- came off of a uh, two, one and Duns, and you know, to think that, uh, well, I'm going to change things I, that, that no, no fault of his own, but would you want to do something like that? So I don't know. I guess they have to be the favorite every year to house a new coach.
3: Um, it's their sense. tradition after all, right. Yeah. They have to right. change coaches. They, they've made that, they've made that decision that that's the way to operate. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's weird stuff with Harbaugh. It it is meaningless. Obviously, look at the three opponents, Martin's Martin, Martin's being optimistic about his Wolverines. They're going to be favored in those games. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Uh, if they don't win by a combined total of 923, then they have uh, right. underachieved with the teams. They're- Absolutely. Plus 180 to win that
0: that Big Ten Conference. Shaq, I'm with you. I heard you on minus three talk about Wisconsin. Whole Mm -hmm. new system in there. They they actually look like somebody who, like, I think they're going to have an offense that can convert a pass on third and three. I don't know why. Maybe it's early, but uh, Big Ten Conference winner. I I was all over that. And uh, essentially, even odds to win that what west is it called? actually plus 130 now looking at this plus 130 i was their
3: competition in in that uh on that uh, side of the bracket in the big 10 yes they are a great play and and um i get it when you have the big three in penn state i guess counts as being that uh, this year but you know ohio state is the big one for wisconsin at the end of october but yeah plus 130 is how i see it for them to get the West and nine to one to win the big 10. That ain't Mm -hmm. bad. Right. And, and double day. If you think that they're going to be good enough to get the double digit wins, which I don't think is uh, getting wildly over your skis. Plus plus one eighty is a good bet too. You can get, Alt win total of uh, over nine and a half. And I do like Martin that. doesn't want to hear any of this. You don't want to hear you want it to be Ohio State, Michigan. We'll,
0: we'll roll the dice when the time comes and uh, that's it. Walk away a winner. Right, Martin?
2: You're absolutely correct. Sal. You're yeah. absolutely correct. Ohio and- State <laughs>
3: under 10 and a half wins minus 130, right? They don't even know who their QB is.
2: Yeah. And you know, yeah but, uh, is. I, I'm just ruined from watching Braxton Miller or watching uh, Braxton Miller get hurt and then watching JT Barrett get hurt and realizing that Cardell Jones was better than any quarterback on the Michigan's roster. Like Ohio State's third stringer was better than any quarterback that Michigan had at the time. Absolutely like, wow, true. Absolutely true.
3: But it does feel like there's uncertainty there. you know, in the heavy, heavyweight level with Bama and Ohio State. It's not like, well, listen, we have three you know, five-star options and whichever one we go with, it's going to work out. Obviously, we're Alabama and Ohio State. doesn't exactly have that vibe in either situation. And I think Ohio yeah. State with a Wisconsin is going to be pretty good. Penn State is loaded up. Jimmy Franklin's the concern there. And then Michigan is would, would, would seem to be legit, if not for the off-the-field jive with Jim Harbaugh. I think Ohio State goes... Under, like I say, under double digit wins, which would count this sort of an underwhelming season for the Buckeyes, given their rate of success.
0: Yeah, I, I mentioned this last week, but, you know, the t- OK, so the coaches poll has the top four. And I don't even remember what the order is because th- they're going to want to make this the, the the playoff no matter what. But it's Ohio State, it's uh, Michigan, it's Alabama and it's Georgia. And I'm like, three out of those, only Martin's team is really set at quarterback. When, when did you ever see like those three of those top four teams not set at quarterback, but still expected to win 12 games? And by the way, there's an example of that in the NFL that we're going to get to, too, in the San Francisco 49ers. So it's very strange um, how little the quarterback position means. Is that what we're saying? Except for that uh, Pac-12 that you not, mentioned, Shaq, right. four it- of the top six or uh,
3: right there. In college football, in a way, it can in, in not not across the board, but it can be an even more severe equation that if you have a really good QB, it kind of doesn't matter the rest of the way. Yeah, uh, I, I contradict myself by saying I don't think you uh, UNC is going to be very good, even with Drake May, who might be the best QB. I don't know. Uh, Caleb Williams is uh, is probably ultimately mm. superior, but Drake May is the one A. But I do think, like, I got deja vu with Sam Howell at UNC a couple few years ago. There's been a departure there uh, around him, around Drake May, and I think he's going to regress a little bit. So they're overvalued in the ACC. But, yeah, I think also the other side of that coin is Andy Reid, great coach, always successful, but couldn't get over the hump until he had the grade A blue chip QB. I think that also could be true that with Dabo down in Clemson DJU ultimately proved to Oregon be State, to, yeah. to be right to be well he proved to be DJU to be a fraud in Clemson but Kate Klubnik is the real deal at least in terms mm-hmm. of you know uh pedigree and all of that so I bet you that Clemson's going to be really good and return to power. They regressed Mm. by our perception, but they still won the ACC last year. I think that they're going to be back and being a factor here. And also Penn State, I don't like Jimmy Franklin, but they do have that five-star guy. a redhead uh, Sean Clifford is gone now. Steady hand equals alex smith right but the kid that's coming in now is like the is the specimen guy to take over there anyway i'm rambling about college right. football i know why we're all all hours over. away from it that's why
0: <laughs> i guess so spaghetti by the way this is uh are you excited for it? we'll talk more about it on thursday but you're a mere hours a hundred hours whatever away from being very nervous for the first time this year
3: Right? Uh, <laughs> no, I won't, I won't be nervous. I won't be nervous. I think that this is going to be a, b- a boring game. I think Notre Dame will just uh, take take the air to the football. And um, you mm. know, going into a game like this where you're uh, almost a three touchdown favorite, or you are a three touchdown favorite with a ultra veteran quarterback and Sam Hartman, and you have an O line that could really boss around any team, and you have a great running attack. Uh, I get see Notre Dame being up a few scores and just being like. All right, well, this one's over. Let's just uh, stay healthy and move on to the next one. So, I think this All will be right. kind of uh, anticlimactic.
0: I'm already looking for something stupid. Notre Dame money line with USC, who's a 30 point favorite to only win by uh, only laying 17 and a half. It's dumb. I'm, I'm, I'm not getting there with these two teams. Those are the two big games. I think uh, Notre Dame. I think
3: Notre Dame announces themselves in this one. Not, I I hate Notre Dame. They're my least favorite. Uh, uh, college mm. football team, this side of Penn state. But I think they announced themselves in year. Really Freeman. I, I think it's they, like a
4: 45
3: to three game or something. I think, they, I, I think it's a whipping. It's a proper mm. whipping uh, of Navy. And it's weird too, for what it matters. And we can talk about it uh, on third, but yeah. Remember Navy fired its coach inexplicably. I wonder how that hits the player level. Like, right. what the hell? we were, we, we, we like this guy. Now they have a whole, I, yeah, give me uh, Irish and big in that They threw one. them overboard. They, they threw them that in the sea. That's how they do it in the Navy. Yeah, they don't screw
0: around. Uh, all right, listen, we're not screwing around either. We're going to take a quick break. Then we're going to do this NFL stuff I talked about. Best running back, best record, worst record. We'll be back with it all in one moment.
1: Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
0: All right, so Martin, the Colts are allowing Jonathan Tower to seek a trade. That's nice. That's really nice. Um, they're saying potential landing spots are Miami. Uh, Dallas is another one. But I don't even know. We were talking before the podcast because that's what we do. We talk about these things for like 20 minutes. And now it's time to, to speak to the issue and we're going to have nothing to say. <laughs> but what do you even get for Jonathan Taylor? What do you want? And what would you get in this market for a Jonathan Taylor, Martin?
2: I mean, I think he can be got for a few picks, honestly. But I don't think anybody's going to trade. I I don't see it happening. Like, huh. Hmm nor Josh Jacobs for that matter. Like I they'll both be on the Raiders and the Colts respectively. at uh, Week one, because that's just the way that this league works. Like, I I mean, what do you see? Like, I mean, I get the draw. Don't get me wrong. I think if the saints wanted to be serious about winning the division, they trade for Jonathan Taylor, you know, and get it. I love to see him in a black and gold uniform, but uh, I just don't see it happening. Jim mercy is not going to trade him. He said, he's not going to trade him. Like, Immediately, right after it came out with all of this, he's not going to trade. Jim say, "I that'd be crazy though if he did." It'd yeah, well, he's It'd crazy.
0: Nuts. He's nuts. He's the new crazy owner, Sheck. So couldn't you see him unloading Taylor just to prove a point? I don't know what that pro- point would be, but uh, I think he—he's the kind of guy who would do it.
3: Yeah. It's weird. It's such an, uh, an unforced error. And it's also not even the GM, this is the sort of thing that people would put yeah. on Mark Cuban or Jerry Jones or one of those kind of guys who get involved at the owner yeah. level. I, Jim yeah. Ursay has done that over the years, obviously he did the weirdo thing halfway through last season when he hired the guy off of TV. But, um, hmm. so th- it's not like this is completely foreign for him, but still like he just went out of his way to mess with Jonathan t- Taylor. They could uh, have, been just yeah. fine and the problem is i think first of all jonathan taylor is not the difference between the colts in 2023 going to the super bowl or not and, and, and i don't maybe, even know if
0: it's a difference of one game if you look at the over under win total like if he got traded today they're bad. For picks. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're
3: bad and yeah. so maybe that's part of the calculation that they know that they're far enough away that Jonathan Taylor is not going to be a big difference and they're better served getting a draft pick for 24 and building around Anthony Richardson, except for the fact that it's going to make Anthony Richardson's rookie season that much worse. Now, if you don't have Jonathan Taylor back there now, what Mm -hmm. are we talking about? You're handing off the Zach Moss and throwing it to Michael Pittman. And that's it. Boy, this, well, we'll get to what team's going to be the worst in the NFL, but all of a sudden you get rid of Jonathan Taylor. You're basically putting yourself In that spot. But yeah, the Martins, but like, this is fun. This is, this is fun conversation and you don't hear enough of it, but that the, the trade is Jonathan Taylor for Alvin Kamara. Right. I mean, win, win Uh, Hmm. Both troubled situations, but all of a sudden new starts on both sides of things. Who says no to that one? That's fun. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how the money works out, but yeah. I, I'm, I, with you. I, I'm not here to talk yeah. about the money. I'm here to talk oh, okay. about what's fun. And Jonathan Taylor going to the <laughs> Dolphins. That's also fun. Be, what's not right. fun is him going to the Ravens. Now that would stink for this Steelers fan. But yes, Jonathan Taylor on the move, this, this high end piece that could suddenly swing one of the playoff races on mm-hmm. either side of the equation. I guess it's I just loco, I guess, if you're the Colts until you consider Man. like, well, we ain't winning the division with him anyway, so we may as well move on to 24 and beyond.
0: Martin, you do that as a Saints fan? Kamara Fatale? Uh,
2: oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would do it right now, for sure. For sure. Okay, like, yeah. I, don't, I love Alvin Kamara, and he's one of my favorite Saints of all time, but Jonathan Taylor's top three back in the league. Like, um, well,
0: now we have to get Megan Galley on the on the blower and ask her if if she does that as a Colts fan. Uh, get on that meatballs if you could. Uh, all right. But all said and done, Jonathan Taylor plus 750 to have the most regular season rushing yards. Nick Chubb is favored at six to one. Derek Henry plus eight fifty plus eight fifty. And Josh Jacobs ten to one. I look at these numbers and I, I I hate these odds because if you don't go with Chubb, then you're looking at a guy holding out. Or uh, in, in Jacobs, or another seeking a trade in Taylor. And I want to pass over Derrick Henry. And then I said, why? Why would I? Just because he's getting on in years? Like, Jacobs had a great season last year, and Henry only lost that rushing title by 115 yards. Um, he had 10 rushes that went for 20 plus yards last year, second in the league. This is Derrick Henry. His yards per carry actually went up from the season before. And I know they like that kid Spears from Tulane as a backup, but. Plus 850 for Derrick Henry. Give, what, what am I missing? He's, he's going to be if he he's going to be within a game of getting the rushing title, I think, one way or another. So those not numbers, almost double digit odds to 10 to one plus 850. I take it for Tractor Cito. Uh That's my pick, I mean, Martin.
2: Who you got? He was on pace. He was on pace to rush for like 2000 yards if he didn't get hurt. Yeah. You know, but I think that's what they're probably looking at is if he sure. does not get hurt, he does get hurt. You know, but like I, to, I'm with you on that one. I think it's I think it's almost like the same as betting Mahomes to win the MVP every year. It's like, yeah, it's just worth having a Derrick Henry uh, ticket because it's going to be worth a lot more. One thing I was scrolling, I saw Aaron Jones' yards are way too low. He's going to go over what he just got about like nine, 900 or something like that. He's definitely going over that. But I don't think he'll lead the league in rushing. One with B. John Robinson. B. John at uh, what 14, 15 to 1 should be. Uh, he's going to get one. a ton of carries. He's 10. Oh, 10 yeah, he's at 10. Okay. He, yeah. He's going to get a ton of carries. Uh, and he's going to be, even though there's going to be a little bit of a committee backfield type deal, he's going to be the number one bell cow back. And so mm. I think that uh, he's got a great shot. And I would also say, I think Christian McCaffrey has a great shot as well then because. 49ers don't have a quarterback, even though they're trying to convince everybody that they do. Uh, You know, they can't believe it, right? After eight games of Brock Purdy. And that's why you trade for Christian McCaffrey is to give him the ball and get out the way.
0: Right. He's 25 to one check. I'm losing my mind here, but I really feel like in the last few years, we had the same situation where a running back was very high up on the list and we had not even seen him play. Um, And as it is now, he's 10 to one. And so is Josh Jacobs, the incumbent. For winning this uh, award. Didn't James not award. Robinson
3: with the Jags win the, did, did he outright win the rush title? He was in line to get it in his rookie season. Now he's a spare piece yeah. floating around, getting offered around the league, showing you on one side. I, you and know what? I think it was irrelevant. Najee Harris,
0: actually. I think Najee Harris was like top three his league, his year.
3: I, I, I mean, really well, obviously not going into the,
0: going into the year. I think he was like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Four. People were, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. People
3: were very hip on him when he uh, came into the league. Um, yeah. yeah, I like the Chubb pick, but I'm going B. John Robinson. Obviously it's not going to be Jonathan Taylor. I don't think it's going to be Derek Henry. I'm just trying to consider like the football situation again, the Titans, maybe they'll surprise, you know, there's going to be, it's so weird that every year we try to think like, well, we know a team's going to go last the first. Cause it always does. And so like, how do mm-hmm. we identify those teams? And so I'm trying to figure out like who has zero buzz right now. And that's one of the teams that's going to do it. The Like these overhyped teams, I think uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers are starting to fit into that uh, description. Like everybody loves to give the caveat, like no one else is talking about this team, but the Steelers are going to be good. Like everybody's talking about them. So stop trying to pass no. yourself off as having some, somebody- who nobody's talking about is the Tennessee Titans in that garbage division. Is there well, a chance that they can be relevant? I'm leaning. That's my pick. I'm leaning. No, that they're not going to be. And mm. if that's the case, then they trade Derrick Henry, right? Maybe he lands with your the Cowboys at some point and flips everything on its ear or the Miami dolphins. But I I'm not enthused either way about Der- Derrick Henry at this age, Um picking him. I like the Aaron Jones call again, though, Age, I mean, there's too many examples of injuries and slowing down and all that kind Mm. of stuff. Even though he's Aaron Jones is a relatively young guy, so yeah, I think Bijan Robinson, fresh, nice young legs. The situation, you know, they're going to look to to pound it quite a bit down there in Atlanta. And so yeah, that's uh, that's Mm. my play, ten to one. I should have looked it up going in, but Josh Jacobs was a surprise to win the right last year for
0: sure. He must have been at least twenty to one this time last year. I think going in, so. Uh, there are some there are some players out there. It's funny Justin Fields has the same odds as I like, thought that was uh, funny. Yeah, Ramondre Stevenson and Miles Sanders and stuff. So that'd be fun. It's to weird see, yeah, though. The thing to well.
3: kind of watch it. I think that there's some percentage of people they think it's going to happen. Is that uh, like whether it's you know I don't know if it's Taylor or Jacobs or Saquon um, hmm. or who else? My I? Anyway, the guys who are in, in involved in the um, contract uh, I'm not getting paid enough discussion right now like there's this idea that like you can limit their carries that they'll be able, yeah. like imagine that in a game like hey coach I've had 28 touches today like I I, I no more but it it's well, there are four minutes left in the fourth quarter and it's a tie game man like yeah mm-hmm. it's too much it's too like that's not gonna happen but I do think that there's some consideration to those guys and so some of the biggest name guys, maybe we'll get a few fewer carries this year. That's not going to be the case with B. John Robinson. They're going to feed him and feed him and feed him. Well, it's funny in five years, if we have this conversation where every running back
0: is on an incentive plan, uh, it's interesting. Your, your point. I wonder how much that factors into it where they already have 25 carries and the coach is like, yeah, well we're, we're good with you. We're not giving it, but, but it's a tie game. Why, why am I not getting the ball? So uh, Saquon at 13-1 and one is interesting, too. All right, let, let's do it. Let's pick the best and the worst, right? Go right after. Now, this isn't going to be necessarily who wins the Super Bowl, um, but best regular season record. Caesars also has number one seed, right? Uh, best seed. But we're going to go best record, so teams could actually split on this. Kansas City, of course, at top, plus 380. Philly, plus 450. Martin, give me your team. Best record. Give me the odds. There's some good ones out there.
2: I think the Dallas Cowboys. I oh, don't do this. What? In hell? Know, not I'm, funny. I'm, I'm leaning in. <laughs> I'm in on the Cowboys this year. I'm in. I don't know if it's because I've been working on Cowboys, stuff <sighs> to work, listening to too much Jerry Jones, taking 15 minutes to not say the word Super Bowl. Uh, uh, I don't know what it is. I just look at the rest of the NFC and I'm like, uh, to Dave's point, why is nobody talking about this team? You know, they have the, the best defender in the end. Of, like, Michael Parsons is incredible. Stephen Gilmore is incredible. Trayvon Things is incredible. J Ron Kearse is great. Demarcus Lawrence is great. You know what I'm saying? If they could get, if they can just have, if they can move the ball offensively, I think this team should like only lose four or five games. And I think so. I think they'll be right there in the competition. And you look in the AFC. I like to think that Kansas City will go, you know, a cool, like lose two games, three games, but they lost to the Colts last year. Like they have in and outs, and Eric Viennese the not there anymore. Patrick Mahomes is making ridiculous incomplete passes that, like, if Zach Wilson threw that pass in the preseason, he'd be excoriated. But no, Patrick Mahomes did it. So everybody's like, what the look jump at pass? The way he's playing football. Yeah, that was ridiculous.
3: <laughs> that was know crazy, though, <laughs> that they hit the guy in the hands. That was a crazy throw. The guy. The guy, show, if you missed it, Mahomes is drifting to his right on his way out yeah. of bounds and jumps, and the defender pushes him as he's going out of bounds, so it, it uh, pushes him even further in that direction, and he still hit the receiver. Down, man. That was crazy.
0: After a while, it's not a trick shot, right, I think, with Mahomes. So, um, Yeah, well, I appreciate it, Martin. First of all, if I bet that, there's no way it's winning, the Cowboys to have the best regular season record. But, check, I will quiz you right now. Name all the teams who have had 12 or more wins in the last two years.
3: In the last two years, 12 yeah. win teams? 12, yes. Well, obviously the Eagles did it, the Chiefs did it. No,
0: no, 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 no. In both both of the last two years.
3: Oh, oh, oh. Um, got to 12 wins.
0: Right. No. Nope. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could say the Chiefs. Chiefs that's a gimme, right? right? Yeah. And then the Dallas Cowboys. And then you could stop. Is right? It's, the it's, Cowboys? it's, only, those, it's really? only those two teams. That's right. Only two crap. years, 12 wins. So Martin. Yeah. Like, I think we do this exercise. Who's going to have the most regular season wins. And you look at the Cowboys like, yeah, they're going to lose a dumb game to the Niners the third week in January, but they're going to get to 10, 11, 12 wins probably with, you know, if they stay healthy. And by the way, they were four and one with Cooper rush. So I, I don't know what the, formula is for them to not make the playoffs and then you know blow it in the playoffs. But uh, what do you think, uh, Shaq? Who's your team? Best record.
3: I I don't like saying it because it uh, doesn't feel fun to me, but I'm going to say it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Things set up neatly for them. If it's not them, then it will probably be the Chiefs. But the value is there for the team in Teal from Duval County. And consider that there are Probably, if if you look through the AFC, how many teams do you definitely know are going to be bad? You can probably count two in that division, and maybe even three. I mean, you could have three teams win seven or fewer games in the division with the Jags. That spells five and one, six and zero oh in the division. If Trevor Lawrence gets to that, that's a pretty good head start on having the best overall record. Um, and the thing that people keep kind of forgetting about is. I'll make the same analogy because it was just, it was so, so GD strong, I guess, or it's the only one that's <laughs> in my brain right now, one way or the other. I said the and spaghetti on minus three. It's sort of like my wife makes a delicious Arrabiata sauce. And like oh, yeah. the, the Jags were that in the, down the stretch in 2022. She's like, I just made this beautiful. Let's put it over these noodles I whipped up. And you're like, oh, delicious. And then she says like, just remember, even tastier tomorrow. That's what the 23 hmm. Jags are going to be. The idea that Trevor Lawrence, because he looked pretty good last year and they came around like that, that's the the height of their powers is, uh, is stinking thinking they're get, they, these are young. The Trevor Lawrence is young. That defense is young. They're presumably all going to elevate this year. Uh, since the last time we saw them six months ago, the Arbiata even spicier and more delicious in Duval County. Look out, AFC, the Jags are for real this year. All right. I don't know. I
0: have trouble getting there with this team. I don't know why. But first of all, they were 4 and 2 last year in the division. So, they're going to oh, be better this, better. Yeah, right. better this so year. Yeah, they're better this year. They're 5 and 1. So, the, that's another game. That's 10 and they have like, we talked about that first play schedule. I think it's San Francisco, Buffalo, and uh and the Chiefs. So, that's they're going to are they gonna, I don't know. I think you got to go what? 14 and 3 to get this distinction, right? Or 13 and 4? 13 and 4, yeah. probably at least with the So, that's what you're teams.
3: saying. So, so you you're saying that there's a team out there that's going to hit that. I know it's. It feels yeah. like at some point, you know that uh, you always hear about the regression to the mean. Like the Eagles can be really good again this year, but do you buy that they're going to get the 13 again? I mean, that's just a, like a
0: yeah. Well, last what? year there the were bur- there were five teams that got the 13 last I year. Know, right? the Niners, weird. the Vikings, the Bills, the Eagles, and the Chiefs. No, I'm taking the 49ers. I, I just I love them at eight to one. I think that number is is strong. I have them finishing with 13. I also have KC with 13, but I'd rather have the eight to one than the plus 380. And it's bizarre, like we talked earlier, that we would ever peg a team for 12 or 13 wins without knowing the exact status of the starting quarterback. I mean, check if like Jim McMahon got hurt in the mid 80s. I'm trying to think of a comp for this. Like you would maybe still say "Ah, the Bears are okay. Um, Yeah, they got by with
3: Steve Fuller. Okay, right? Yeah, good. Yeah, that's a pretty good uh, historical comp there um David Woodley and went just, down don't worry Don Strzok's coming right. in Dolphins fans are going to be okay um I I, I it, it's a an interesting um thought that you have there my first one is though like I even in a 17 week season like don't get too crazy about what happens in week one but what if they go to Pittsburgh and lose that game well that's you're, it you're gonna that, get pretty spooked <laughs> you're, a, sure you're gonna be holding that's that ticket the for the next one. four months and you're gonna be freaking out about it right I mean, I looked at those first six, they're at the steel curtain
0: and they're at the Rams home for the giants, home for the Cardinals, home for the Cowboys who they beat up all the time. They could be five and one. I'm looking at the rest of them or six and one or seven and no, oh. but yes, that first one is big. I just love what they've done. Like the, you keep Bosa, Armstead, Buckner, Fred Warner, and then you add Hargrave to the mix. So, uh, you or I, or Martin could take a couple snaps and win a few games at this point. So, um, I have them at eight to one. And by the way, what about that division? I don't think people talk about it enough. Like that was one of the most feared divisions in all of sports. And now it's gone to almost complete crap where it's, you know, to a point where if Stafford doesn't start off, Geno Smith is the best quarterback in that division. Like w- what happened? Like when you have know two teams down. that Why could have Why are you like- so
3: down on this Rams team? I get it with the Cardinals, but the, but the Rams, like it's a star league still. And it's a QB league. Stafford's good. Uh, Cooper Cup is good. Aaron Donald is good. I mean, we're not just talking about like, hey, super, you know, uh, star guys like these are, you know, generational greats. I also like the pushback recently on the word generational, but it does fit Aaron Donald. And Cooper Cup, given what he yeah. did in that short window. So Aaron I mean, they're Donald loaded up, aren't they? In in, no, in some no, regards no. in in no, fantasy no, perspective, no, no, no. you got, yes, fantasy. You're
0: yeah. you're you're at this point, you're betting the jersey. You're betting, oh, well, this team won the Super Bowl not long ago. So uh, and they have Cooper Cup. But listen, like I said, first of all, Stafford's 35 with a spinal contusion. You think like the the brass said to him with a wink and a nod like, hey, you did your job here. If you can't make a go of it, so be it. We'll figure it out. But yeah, I have the Rams as my worst team at 10 Hmm. to one. I also have the Raiders and Colts with a low win total, but I'll focus on the Rams. I mean, they were all in to all out. They had zero cap space for free agency. No first round pick again in the draft. Um, Actually, Sean McVay was told that his over under was six and a half. And he said, oh, man, he didn't say, you know, and he's very happy. He's very positive. (laughs) He's very, he's like, Oh, uh, he said, Oh man, like, I don't know if we're going to get the six and a half, but the COO said, we're going to pull back on our typical approach to help continued success. Check. They signed 26 undrafted free agents. 36 is the earliest the Rams have picked since 2016. I think I'm playing off of what you said. They won the Super Bowl. They did their thing. And I don't know, maybe the fans reacted or didn't react, but now it rears its ugly head with what they're left with. Um, the oh. linebackers are non-existent. They're already one in five in the NFC West. They face the most difficult schedule if you go by projected win totals. I have this team winning like three games. I have the, I have the cards being better than the Rams this year. Ten to well, one, that's I what I disagree
3: value. with you on. Their tough schedule, a lot of it has to do with four games against the Seahawks, who right are probably one of the three best teams in the NFC and the Niners certainly are so mm-hmm. that that goes a long way to making it the worst okay. i i'm listen this team is ridiculous and they messed with the sports gods and thought they could win yeah. over they could take a shortcut to winning over um the second biggest market in sports america by you know mercenarying their way to a uh, lombardi and it just made zero i i right. don't think we talk enough about it i for real It is wild as big as pro football is to our society in the second biggest market and 20 years away, think about the whole narrative about that. No, no NFL in LA for 20 years and St. Louis got it with Kurt Warner, boy, that could have been Mm -hmm. in LA. And then two teams arrive in LA and is it going to make a splash? And does anybody really care here and all of that? And then they go all in and no teams ever played a home game for a Super Bowl. And then the Rams win it. No. And then like it happened. And people are like, huh, Anyway, what are the Lakers going to do this spring? Like nobody, nobody cared. And now Demoff is sending out letters to season ticket holders. Hey, stick with us now. We got you that Lombardi. You got to go through the lean years. And people like, oh, that's right. We won a Super Bowl. I forgot it made so little difference in my life. I hear you. I just don't think they're going to be anything close to the worst team. I think six is about right for them.
0: Six wins for them. All right, Martin. I don't know. I mean, there's a bunch. There's a bunch you could choose from. It doesn't the have to be. Stank
3: though. The Cardinals. The stink. Cardinals
0: are plus two twenty. No, I get it. I just don't want to take a one team out of thirty two at plus two twenty. I feel like, and even the Texans are plus yeah. six fifty. They're second. Who do you have, Martin?
2: I like Tampa. Hmm. I don't hmm. think they, I like Tampa. I don't think they have a quarterback. And I know the NFC South is not a great division, but like the Saints should be at least around 500 you know what i'm saying i think i'm high on the falcons and i think the same thing with the panthers but like bryce young i think is going to be coming and be capable as long as he can stay upright so i think the division will have just a bunch of teams beating up on each other and then tampa which mm-hmm. the combination of baker mayfield and kyle trask not moving me particularly well you know i'm not I'm not loving it i'm not loving it and we've right. seen baker mayfield in this league if he doesn't have an incredible running game behind them, and Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry, like it doesn't work.
0: Kind of similar to what the Rams are. You got some skill position players who's still like, oh, that 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 should uh, mur- you know amount to points. But if you look at what they've done in the draft and not being able to replenish through free agency and stuff like that, yeah. Except they're in a in a much easier division. All
3: right, check. Who's I'm going to go with the team I already said. I know it's underwhelming, but it's the Cardinals. There's nothing uh, to like there. They want to lose games. It seems pretty clear that, that it would be a dream come true if they could figure out between now and this time next year a way to move on from Kyler Murray and replace him with Caleb Williams. That would be threading the needle for them. So these teams that w- don't want to have success in a given season are easy to pick, unless the scary thing about them is. Jonathan Taylor kind of makes some sense. If you, you do look at not for 2023, but beyond that. So if you can transcend this year and still wind up with Jonathan Taylor, always look at the human relationships with the coaches and the players that they like. And if there's some existing Uh relationship there, it does seem like there's a link of Taylor and the Cardinals. So maybe that would happen, but um as, yeah, the, pro- the problem
0: is like, it, it, like you're, you're as close to getting Caleb Williams next year as you are to making the playoffs in the NFC, right? So I think you have to decide which way you're going to go with that, right? Like I, I think you're right. If Cardinals got Jonathan Taylor and McCoy was serviceable until M- Murray came back, why couldn't they get to eight, nine wins? I could say the same about the Rams too, but isn't it weird that that's, that's a spot we're at for in the right now. I in hear this pre-season? You, but like- Colt
3: McCoy, Colt McCoy is the classic example of like the, the Cinderella effect that happens with yeah. backup QBs. Like, Oh, he's good. He's better than look. He can win some games. This guy, this vet savvy. He gets it. He mm. understands uh, what he's looking at. Like that lasts for about a game and a half to three games. And then, he turns into Ryan Fitzpatrick or any other example of uh, Mike White, what's your guy, which are, yeah. which guy from the Cowboys that You mentioned, what's the Cooper rush? I forget Cooper his rush. name. Sorry. Disrespect. Remember, it. Remember All right. it as we get to MVP
0: odds. All right. Martin, this, you, uh, I'm, I'm yeah, sick
2: of the Cardinals. If the Cardinals somehow <laughs> spin this and lend can't land Caleb Williams, I'm so I'm sick of them. I'm sick of this. They they, they had Josh Rosen. They drafted him. They drafted Kyler Murray. Um, why do we keep giving the Cardinals these, these high end, high level draft picks that then use on quarterbacks that don't work? I'm sick of it. They, if they ruin <laughs> Caleb Williams after ruining Kyler Murray, I'm going to be miserable.
3: Wait, they wait, They ruined <laughs> Kyler Murray. I don't know. It Who works studies as hard as Johnny Football by all accounts. Well <laughs> it would be a little weird a little weird right if, if
0: Caleb Williams I'm just thinking now goes to Arizona where Cliff Kingsbury was where Cliff Bink- Kingsbury is going to coach Caleb Williams in his final year right very strange right uh, he, he's like up the street yeah
2: maybe it's Cliff maybe it's Cliff Johnny the, the yeah. through line through all of this is Cliff Kingsbury maybe that's mm-hmm. it
0: We'll see. I mean, if, if USC is, uh, you know, underwhelms and by the way, still my favorite stat that I've heard at a, a, from anyone was Jeff Schwartz on minus three talking about the, the turnover, how fortunate USC was last year and how difficult that is going to be to replicate. I think there were 14 fumbles, the first 14 fumbles, where, whether they fumbled or the other team, they recovered every one of them. It's almost impossible.
3: Jeff Schwartz Schwartz is really like, and he is obviously the Pac-12 wonk um, or, or on the short list at least. And he's down on this USC team. Look at their last six. Look at what they Mm -hmm. have that coming down the stretch. They're not making the playoffs. So on and so forth. It's uh, but I don't know if you guys heard, but like a lot of disrespect for the Pittsburgh Steelers. No one else is talking about them, but this team has a chance. (laughs) <laughs> why is, is everybody? Made, why is it all couched that way? Like, how many times do you have to hear somebody else say that that you still are going without? Like, hey, right? I'm a dark horse team for you. No one's talking about them. Like, like everybody's it, talking about it, them.
2: Shut up. Dude. the thing is, Dave, how do the Steelers even qualify as a dark horse team? Like, like they. Have never finished below 500 in the Mike Tomlin era. I so, know, I mean, you'd be right. like, oh, no, out like, "No, they're good every year. Every year they're good. It they always end I up
0: that they are good." <laughs> no, that 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 division is too busted up. They they bust each other up too much to say that there'd be a major disappointment in that. that right? I, I think I think there's three teams that could disappoint. Right? The ones with the biggest the biggest buzz are the Jets, the Jaguars, and the Lions. Like all three of those teams aren't going to make the playoffs, I'm telling you now. It's I, always one, one team that like craps the bet on you, right? Those are the three, though. Am I am, am I missing somebody? But I think that's that's the most. But we got to figure this out. We yeah. got to
3: figure out exactly how to like you know put dollars against all these things. I don't know if we like one collective or if we just piecemeal it. But like the some of my favorite questions are who's going to be the fourth place team in the AFC East and who's going to be the fourth place team in the AFC North. These are very difficult questions to figure out. And it's not an indictment of whoever you name there. Like, I don't think any of those, uh, do you think that the Patriots or the jets or the dolphins or the Steelers or the Browns are gonna hmm. win like six games. That doesn't seem like any of that. Like the the low end, the floor for any of those right. teams feels like eight <clears throat> wins, right? Doesn't it? Yeah. So I think Hanch touched on it too yesterday
0: on, on uh, minus three. Yeah. If you were to bet divisions to have a team with six or fewer wins, I'm trying to think which team would be the longest shot. Probably the AFC North. It's saying that yeah. it's not likely that any of the
3: teams have it, right? I mean, what, I, other? what is it about the Patriots except for Mac Jones? And that's not a small matter in the yeah. QB league. But like, mm. what about the Patriots makes you think like, oh, they're, they're, they're irrelevant. They're going to be good. They're going to beat teams up. Yeah. I like no, that. Oh, not... here's another random uh, question uh, for you that I that that I uh, floated through, through my brain last night. Will either the Metropolitans or Yankees. What? Here's, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Will either of them win more games over the final 40 here than the Jets and Giants win combined <laughs> in oh, the football combined. season? Combine right, the so Jets the... and Giants win totals, will the Mets or the Yankees exceed that win total?
0: Mm. All right, so we know that the, we, the, we have a constant in, uh, in those win totals, right? Eddie, what are the Giants? Eight? No. What are, what's the Giants? I think seven and seven and a half. Last I checked, yeah. Seven and a half, and the Jets are what? Fourteen? I don't know. I, I they made it so <laughs> high. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is, but it's uh,
3: so a fun we'll, New York bet to, like to embarrass it. your like teams it.
0: with. You know? Yeah, you're right. So we'll probably have to win no. like 18 games out of the next 38 or something. Yeah. No, I would say That's no. I think they're both as bad. As the Yankees it's are a good number. They keep yeah. dropping. They're terrible. We are going to get to baseball. In one second, we have our plays of the day. And uh, I don't know, Martin's like, I'm just gonna be boring, but uh, tune in and let's see how boring he is. We'll be right back.
1: 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business.
4: Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All
0: right, play of the day for Tuesday. I'm going Mariners minus one and a half over the White Sox. Shaq, I told Kevin Hench of uh, minus three fame on Sunday. I said, we should bet the Mariners. At six to one to win the AL West, they're three and a half back nine of their next 12 are against the Mets, the A's and the Royals. And he said, yeah, that would be fun to do just to see them lose nine of the last 12, commenting on how uh, much of a jinx we are. Well, they started, though, not even the nine of the last 12, the other three against the White Sox. They started by smacking the crap out of that team yesterday, 14 to two. And without Julio Rodriguez, and now they're two games out with a seven-game winning streak, and their odds are plus 350. This is why you got to jump in there, Martin. you got to jump, and you got to do it fast. Uh, I'm doing it, taking them minus a run to half. They're the road team, so they'll bat nine times. I like that. They put the rookie, Woo on the mound. It doesn't matter. The White Sox attempt to fight back with uh, Mike Clevenger, who career versus the Mariners is 0-2 with a 741 ERA. Gimme... The M's minus one and a half plus one oh five. They're red hot. Martin, you're right. right?
2: I I am going (laughs) to be boring. I am going to be boring. Just like I would bet that the sun is going to rise in the east. I am going to bet that the Dodgers are going to win a game by one and a half in August. Like (laughs) they've won 14 of the last 15. They're going against Noah Syndergaard, who they are well familiar with and moved on from. And Bobby Miller's ERA is three runs less when he's on the road. Goes from he's like a five point two ERA at home or something like that, and goes down to two point two on the road. And like we just did the same thing last year. Let's you know, this, just this, this go on, man. Let's go. Come on, just this, this, the Dodgers, death, taxes, and the Dodgers on the run line. This, this, right. That's the way it worked.
0: It's very hard to argue at this point. Uh, Shaq, you're going Dodgers too. You got? I think you both had them when they won by one the we other did. day,
3: right? Yeah. No, I, well, I lost because I uh, laid the run yeah. in a half and it was a yeah, one nothing final there. Um, the uh, I'm going to take the Brew crew starting to real, reveal themselves to be close to, if not ahead of the Phillies, like the third best team in the National League. They seem for real. Um the Twins, even though they're going to win their division, probably a little less so, especially without Brian Buxton once again on the shelf for a stretch. One of their three best bats, he's sitting down, so they're diminished. There, uh, uh, Brewers just showed who they were when they went down into Texas. I say Wade Miley over something called Bailey Ober. Um, mm. Wade <laughs> Miley at home, uh, lay the run and a half plus one.
4: I, I mean, I think being, it so. is.
3: It'd be weird if it if it were uh, any other of God's creatures besides a right. human. Being. But either way, Bailey Ober is mm. gonna lose. He's gonna go under or go down. I don't Ober. I, anyway, it, listen. It, it, it sounds like Ray Liotta, but it's Babe Viota. Okay, Ken Ober's project, Babe Viota, Ray Liotta,
0: and, and uh, whoever you
3: just remember said? Remote All Control right. with a young Adam Sandler and he loved uh, it. Well, he good. was the bishop, right? Beat the bishop. He was the bishop that ran around. Ken Ober was the host, and then there were like a couple of women that spun off into larger success from that. That was a great show. show. Why didn't bring that back instead of the same, the same MTV? Like if anytime you MTV, it's always that skater guy who's like about Uh fifty-two, and he's got the flat bill hat. He's like way too old to be wearing his cap in that manner. What's his name?
2: Uh, I'm trying to dry deck. Is that right? Rob, Rob Dryden, Dryden right? Yeah. Right. Rob Dryden. It. All it ever time it time is. And they like show like
3: about. it's like it's a funny, it, it's you can tell it's supposed to be like the hipper version of America's yeah. favorite video, funniest videos, but it's somehow lamer. It's cheesier than that's like just like people like, what do you think? They have a panel to react to somebody like right. a, an anvil hitting somebody in the head, and they're like, Oh man, and like that's yeah, the show. Right. And that's all that's the that's the only thing ever on it. There'd be one thing if about was half an hour every day. This is the only thing that's on, M- uh, on MTV. Let's bring back uh, remote control. It's
0: very hard to explain MTV to your kids, right? It's like you, you would go home, you'd watch it. Yeah. The, the Friday night video fights, all this, the, the nonstop videos, wall to wall and shows like remote control. Why am I getting confused now? Ober was the host, but Colin Quinn was, would he just sing the songs? Colin Quinn. What was
3: Colin Quinn's role? Yeah, he was would obviously. Go to a, so he would like
0: sing the songs. Uh Babyface, what would Colin Quinn do? And I know Dennis Leary was in there too, right? Oh yeah. yeah. He yeah. would come out
3: and do the cigarette thing.
0: Yeah. What was Colin Quinn's role though? Was he like the, the band and, leader or something? No, he'd come out and give clues, or there was they each had like a character
2: and stuff. And uh but no, Ober was the host. That show yeah come on, singled out. This was like the heyday of MTV. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah Danny yeah. McCarthy, Emma. but there was another woman on that too. Carmen Who's Electra. Carmen Electra, right? Right? Carmen Electra. Yeah. correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, pretty good. Good times. Uh, All right, listen, guys, this is what we talk about, Martin. When we're 16 days away, and this is an easy one. We've done this uh, for the last couple of months. Plunkett. He's the best. (laughs) Plunkett, the best 16. I say Lee Mazzilli. No, it's it's Joe Montana. I mean, you can't beat Joe Montana at grade 16, Mark Malone.
3: Boy, I hadn't really thought about Dawson 16? The 80s were the heyday for QBs wearing 16. Mark Malone was a first round draft pick and was the starter yeah. for started more games in the '80s than anybody else did for the Steelers. I'm pretty sure. Then you had right. Plunkett winning Super Bowls over there in uh, down in L. A. You had Montana mm-hmm. winning them in San Francisco. Jake the Jake the Rake hadn't arrived yet in Arizona State, but yeah, sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pat Lafontaine
0: for uh, Iowa. there's Mike Meatballs. There you go that's my favorite yeah. I, I don't like any
3: islander but that's as close as i could ever come like to him? liking one i thought Pat, patty lafontaine was pretty cool yeah he was fun he bridged he the probably gap probably the, <laughs>
2: the coolest uh nfl picture ever was taken by len dawson super bowl I, Oh yeah uh, oh right and the number 16 jersey smoking yeah. a cigarette
0: yeah that's right right there uh was that halftime or post game that was
3: halftime was halftime. halftime i believe was yeah, right. yeah wow
0: yeah. Frank Gifford, 16. Uh, Vinnie Testaverde on the Jets. War 16. Frank Viola. Yeah, I think we got I think we got to all of them. Sorry, we didn't mention Goff, Martin. It's just how it's going. No,
2: no skin. <laughs> <laughs> fine by me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Listen, go listen to minus three. Shaq, you guys cover the South. Now now all the South is, is uh, settled. You, Kevin Hench, we're
3: halfway through. If uh, if I'm not mistaken, we're just uh, just knocking them out, and then we'll do one comprehensive. I think we have the spaghetti. We have to do one big comprehensive. Like here, are all the best bets before things kick off. I'm getting ever closer to the Steelers record for 2023. You I'm said you optimistic. weren't
0: going to give it till September. I think you well, told I Will can't. Brinson, right? I can't.
3: Right. I got. Well, I can't. I, you know, the eve of the season when I have ingested all available information. Yeah. Then and only then will I be doing it. But I just got to tell you that the the Steelers of twenty twenty they're a little under radar. Nobody's talking about them. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin it. But the numbers ten a check is going to
0: come up with, right, Joel? Ten wins. Ten wins.
2: We have our own uh, bets on what Dave is gonna put in. <laughs> I, I'm I'm at ten. I think ten is Yeah,
0: ten's a fair number for you because you're definitely not going under. I mean, after all this talk, you can't go under. I don't well, think you'll I, get to it's, won't get it's to twelve.
3: Like, you're crazy with the Browns. What, what yeah. I, I get it, except you're going real heavy on Deshaun mm. Watson, because there's not a lot to dislike otherwise. So you're kind of sure. like if you're optimistic about them, you think Deshaun Watson's gonna be something close to what he was. Uh, three years ago, I'm telling you that my favorite play in that division is the Ravens is fourth place. That's, that's my bet. They're going to go yeah. under nine and a half and miss the I play. think to, to not make the playoffs is about
0: even odds for them. Right. I think uh, somebody 145 on. or
3: something go. like that. Yeah. There you go. Uh,
0: all right. So that's minus three. Go listen to that. Uh, go watch. Um, uh, Martin, you're going to be at a wedding. Where could people attend this wedding in Cabo? Well, you
2: don't have one of these cool little wristbands they, they will come and get you and throw you out of here all right <laughs> yeah no, I'll, be, I'll be on the radio Friday Holy when i get back it's, let me see uh, that oh, hand again let me see that hand okay i i thought martin was getting married oh i thought there was a ring. <laughs> yeah oh okay no, not not quite not yet although that has been a topic of conversation around uh, the uh, girlfriend's <laughs> uh, family you? You.
0: Who, who's
3: bringing it up you a lot you're bringing oh, it no, up.
2: No, not not once. Oh. Have I brought it up? But the subject has been broached several times. To yeah. her <laughs> like,
3: <laughs> Martin brought it up to her family. Yeah. I don't know what do you think? <laughs> should I give her a ring? Don't you think it's about what's going on
0: here already? You know what this wedding reminds me of? Well, I should be married to your daughter. Is that how the conversation yeah, it's, it's goes? A no? lot of
2: walking no. around like, "Oh, you guys are next." And i'm like, <laughs> "Wait a minute. I'm not sure about this." <laughs> like, everybody just Pump the brakes. Let's slow down. Let's have one wedding first, and then we can just start to discuss other topics.
0: All right? Double wedding I don't, with the Eddie and Jada. Just do it. I don't just like get that. It over with.
3: Oh, that's it. I could uh, yeah, really uh, split the costs. That's not a bad yeah. idea. But short of that, I like. I don't like when pe- when other people, third parties, even if it's the mother, I don't like people getting involved. When are you going to hmm. get the ring? Like. I, like something out of a movie. Like, don't involve yourself in that. Don't, please. Right. That That is the oh. antithesis of romantic. Like, yeah. hey, my mom thinks... Uh, <laughs> 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 well, now I, we now I definitely in. don't want to get married. Dude. Right.
2: Hey, look, we flew in through a hurricane, mind you. And there was like five kids under the age of six within, you know, uh, the immaculate grid of seats from where I'm at. It's loud as can be. These kids are crying. The girl in front of me is crying so hard she can't even breathe. Mom's got what? her AirPods in. Couldn't care less. Uh, but it, uh, so that's the, that's the flight in, okay? Oh. <laughs> through hurricane. The first thing that they ask is when we get there. On the shuttle on the way to the hotel. So one of y'all having kids. I'm like, yo, uh, mm. are you going to take care of them? Like, well, who's going to? Like, everybody relax. Okay? Everybody calm wow. down.
0: I love it. I, I love I, it. Well,
2: I'm not in the mode. I'm not in
3: the moon for this. That's a way. No, like, yeah. Either. You just went, you just walked out of the, all you can eat. And, mm-hmm. uh, and somebody saying like, you hungry? Like that, not now, not now. We don't need this
0: conversation. <laughs> well, congratulations to Martin on the nuptials and the kid and happy birthday. <laughs> if we missed one last week, I'm not sure. Uh, check minus three, check it out on the Minus 3 feed. And I want to remind everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please, please remember, you're all my favorites.